Welcome back to Five Questions. This is your girl, AJ, the Suburban Princess here with a very, very, very important guest, someone who I've listened to for, well, I'm 45. I have no shame about my age. Over 20 years, I've listened to him on radio. I know he was a writer. He is the most eccentric, lovable, funny, sarcastic, which I love, and knows so much about sports, especially in our local Philly uh, sports region. Please welcome the incomparable, the legend, Mike Missinelli. Oh, how you doing, AJ? It's good to be with you. That it's been a while since we chatted or, or saw each other. Yeah, and the last time I saw you, I, I think I think I scared you because I always want to hug people when I see them. So I probably like <laughs> made you just step back a little bit. But <laughs> no, 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 no problem at all. But either way, thank you for joining. Five questions. Uh, we're gonna go and we're just gonna just hit these as they come because you know I got so many questions I could ask you, but we ain't got that much time. First of all, I want to ask: now that you are doing the podcast world, and as you see me, I'm doing my thing here. What irks you most about this new podcast world? You know, I don't know if anything really irks me about it. It's just the kind of the next stage of media. And I didn't really uh, understand that much about it until, you know, the Bet Rivers people came to me and, uh, you know, I said, well, you know, because I had no experience with it at all. So they just said, oh, we want you to be you. Uh, and so like the way I did my show was kind of like a, a, a living, breathing entity. I would make, shows within shows because mm -hmm. i would be i would got feedback from callers and and things like that podcast was completely different in that it's the same me but without me producing a show within a show like i right. i'll have a script in my head and I'll, it'll be the same me right. and i'll go over the same like i'll have my hub on what i really want to talk about and then i'll spin off into other modern culture things but on the radio those things came up like when you didn't expect it yeah uh, and, and this is more of a planning thing so they want me to do 45 minutes and it's just uh, it's just me unchecked for 45 minutes, just uh, pontificating basically without the, the caller input. And I, I just, you know, it's funny because radio, you get immediate feedback, you know, right. you know people are, are, are talking to you and, and they're either liking what you're doing or not. And, and you engage in an argument, which I love. That's what I love about radio, the argument <laughs> like part that. about it. So, you know, I have this lawyer thing in me where yeah. I, I always want to convince people of my closing argument. And, and uh, it's just that without, like, I'm, I'm putting the closing argument out there, but it's just like, you you either accept it or you don't. And I, yes. and I from that point on, I just let it go and let it go out in the space. And hopefully people tune in to it. But it's 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 really kind of different. But I like, I like the free form because I have total control over it. I can do long form interviews when I get a really good subject. So that that part has been really good about the podcast. Well, that's good because I'm. It's funny you mentioned with it's like a new media as they're calling it, because I feel like at this point, um, you are a seasoned professional. So it's like when you're in this world, especially after when you left the uh, radio world, it's like I was thinking the podcast has to be next for him, but I'm like, does Mikey want to do that? So then when you popped up with the Mike Missley podcast, I was so happy. I was like, good. I was like, I want him to do that because I think that would actually even be, like you said, you have more control. So I was very happy when you popped up with that. Yeah, it was really um, an offer I couldn't refuse. I mean, they, they gave me an offer and I said, well, you know, and their strategy was the Bet Rivers people, the company's called Rush Street Interactive and they're out of Chicago. So mm -hmm. they've gone into major cities and found um, bigger name people to, to do the podcast. So I, I felt like I was joining a good team. Awesome. Awesome. Now, do you think because, you know, you being a writer and everything, and there's a lot of people, obviously, who are writers who are, they're either jumping on the whole athletic thing.com or on the online things, or they're kind of just streamlining and doing their own podcasts all over the place. I love to follow Les Bowen and stuff because they're funny. And, you know, I always appreciate them in Philadelphia Daily News days. Um, do you feel like it hurts journalism or the writing community 
with this new media? It doesn't hurt legitimate entities like the athletic or skilled writers that have been in business for a really long time. But it, overall, this whole social media world has certainly diluted journalism. You know, when I started out, the Inquirer was like a pinnacle yeah. of, of journalism. You, 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 you know, people looked forward to their copy the next morning to find out what was going on. The whole world's turned upside down on that. So what what that now produces is that everybody is involved in producing media content. And so when you when everybody is is such in a hurry to produce media content, it's obviously going to be diluted. It's not going to you don't have the time to ferret it out and yeah. uh, and and check sources and things like that. You're just putting out stuff it's like the wild west, really. <laughs> um, so you know, the, like everybody's got a podcast, everybody's got a blog. I mean, I don't know who these people everybody. are, but they certainly don't have the experience. Like the, the old guard of Sports Talk Radio is gone because we all came from a place where it was rooted in journalism. Yep. And um, and we had to become entertainers through that. But we had a base of, of how to report and what questions to ask and what our responsibility was to get truth out. Yep, yep, yep. And that's why I wanted to ask you too, how did you feel with that transition? Because I think when you're a writer, obviously, like you said, you have deadlines and everything. But when you went from that world to even going to radio, that portion of your life which took obviously most of most of your career and obviously how i even knew you and fell in love with you on the radio so how did you handle it did you doubt yourself in that transition because i know for me i'm very quick to doubt myself so yeah, how did, did you deal with I, that i did doubt myself i, I was scared to death mm -hmm. and um you know i was very reluctant to make that move and, and the only reason i think that i made it because angela had done it because yeah. uh, we worked on the same Inquirer staff, but he was the most serious reporter I, I could ever imagine. Like he was just dead serious about his profession and mm -hmm. uh, really took it to heart and, and was dedicated to it. So when he went, now I had been doing some weekend stuff. I did a show with Stan Hockman and Sports Talk Radio to me was just a blast. Mm -hmm. It was like a way, now when I first broke into journalism, I was kind of shy, but then like as I, as I evolved into it, my personality started to come out. So Sports Talk Radio thing was was perfect for me at that time. I didn't think it was going to turn into a full-time position. And when they offered me the full-time position, I went, well, we... no, I wanted to change in my life. I was like ready to practice law. I wanted to do something different. And I remember having a conversation with Angela. I go, Angela, this is not like serious stuff. Like I feel like I'm like going into a toy store or something. He goes, <laughs> you know what? You, you might feel that way. He goes, but it's fun. Yeah. And that kind of resonated with me. And I go, you know what? I've got, I got a year to play with. They offered me a one-year contract. I go, oh, let me take a shot and and uh, see if it's fun on a full-time full-time capacity. And so when I so they paired me with Steve Fredericks, who was this like radio veteran, like well-respected radio veteran. I was scared to death. Yeah. And, and, and I, they put me on Evening Drive, like right out of uh, I was fresh face. And so Evening Drive was a big responsibility. But uh, I think I found my voice thanks to Steve because he looked at me as a guy who he he could be the straight man for it. like he let me be the brat and had he not i don't know if, it, if i would have evolved uh, as a sports talk radio host well you know what speaking from people calling me the brat because I'm, I'm the baby in the family the brat is good the brat makes stuff interesting as you know when i used to call into your radio show as you know i always had something spicy to say i always had a crush yes. to an announce you always used to tease me about my latest crush um <laughs> and i and i look I'm starting to like Konechny now, so don't judge me. I'm I'm trying to get into the hockey. I'm trying to adore the hockey guys, and Konechny is now someone I crush on besides Dallas Goddard. So that's my update for you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm to... hoping to get there with you because I have abandoned hockey completely, and uh, I understand. It's a shame. 
but you know, there's just too many other priorities. And like when you're doing a podcast, like how many people really want any hockey uh, entertainment right now on my 45 minute podcast? So I, I really haven't paid much attention to it. And I know they're doing well, and yeah. I'm gonna ha- eventually have to pay attention to it. So hopefully, I mean, I, I like the people in charge, obviously the new people in charge. So we'll yeah. see what happens. It's just funny to me because I remember when on your days in radio, there will always be that one person like, why don't you talk about the Flyers? And now I find myself watching it because I'm trying to keep the Sixers at an arm's length because I'm not ready to be rejected again in the second round. So I figured find some interest, actually watch a hockey game, which I did and I enjoyed it. So now I've decided that, you know, I'm going to root for them on the side. I told you I'm very noncommittal to any of these four for four. And especially now with the Eagles pissing me off. Now I'm really holding everybody like this. <laughs> well, you know, that's I, the biggest lesson I learned as far as the transition goes. Yeah. Uh, and the mantra is play the hits. And, and the, the flop, ho- hockey is not the hit. And see, a lot of people don't understand it because they yeah. embrace their sport. And they love their sport. I get it. They love it. Yeah. And they embrace it. And they want to feel pride, pride yeah. about it. But but it's not a hit, and in no. sports talk radio, you got to play the hit because because you want people to stay right there. And if yeah. you go to a topic where they're they're not feeling it, they they you're you're done. They change the station and they're somewhere else. So you got to keep that audience. That's what people don't understand. And I understood that. And see, someone like me who is who has learned to be four for four, and even the ones who I'm even learning to embrace a little bit more soccer because my sister loves soccer and she went to FSU, so I got into college football because mm-hmm. of her. But it's like, yeah, you're right. As many times as I watch and listen to the show, even when you're on the radio and when you're on the podcast, yeah, I can un- totally understand that. And some people just mm-hmm. cannot put their brains around that that whole idea. No, because they, the they have pride. Was. They have pride. They want to think their sport's important. And it, it is to them, and that's fine. But, uh, like, when you're trying to run a business, you, you yeah. can't venture into, like, uh, you know, the, the, the independent parts. <laughs> you know, you have yes. to play the mainstream parts. And that's the, th- and that's the thing. When you... um. When you're in that part, when you're that part where you understand every single sport and all the behind the scenes, the people you've interviewed that are here and no longer here anymore, um, does it make you feel hopeful? First of all, I always wanted to ask you this just in general, because you probably don't watch the WNBA, but did you? I do, I do watch some WNBA, yeah. You do? Okay, because yeah. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. all about the aces right now. But I, uh, when did Philly, didn't we have a female WNBA? And someone said it was the Rage, but then I thought that was another team. Didn't we have a Philly? Th- I don't think we. I don't think we've ever had. Uh, oh, we did because someone said a Philly Rage. Okay, well, that I might that might have been. I think we've had a roller hockey team before. We've had a basketball team. Now, that would <laughs> That's be what I, think it is. I don't remember a basketball team being here. Maybe, well, maybe you're to, right. I don't know. They need Stanley to do it. Yeah, I think that's something I'm going to dig into. I just thought maybe you might have known that because someone told me that on Twitter that they think that we had. Yeah, I don't one. remember it. Yeah. So WNBA, hopefully figure it out with Philly because this time um my last question I just want to ask you is um so because you're you're in that retirement portion of your phase of your life but you're still out there how do you feel about people who decide like say when a football player moves on Brian Westbrook all these other guys who do real estate and Todd Harriman's and Trey Thomas doing this podcast where Todd is into wineries and stuff so what do you see yourself doing in the future like once you're out of the media do you want to own a business do you want to make because i know i've got the wine down at a uh the courthouse i've bought some of the wine there do you yeah, want to do that um, time thing no what are your goals i, I kind of want to just disappear and relax if, when yeah. i retire like I, i'm still kind of uh, dabbling in it here the podcast is twice a week i do the post game show yeah uh, and uh and it's been a good pace for me it gives me a lot of free time i mean i wasn't ready to leave the radio to be honest with you i still have a lot of juice left in me i know so um but, you, you know, know, I know. <laughs> you know, I know. 
as as time goes on, uh, I, I try to uh, to come up with other. You know, I'm a pretty diversified guy, and and mm -hmm. the winery's been a pet project of mine. So, uh, but I I think I just want to move to the south somewhere and <laughs> play golf and do nothing. And you know, I can always write. I can always like with this new hookup that you can do computer wise. I can I can do this podcast for forever as long as they want me, mm -hmm. and, um, and and still like, dabble in it. But I I don't really have to have plans to do anything i i've always been a guy where i i let things come to me mm -hmm. and i know when it's right like right now i'm trying to learn uh spanish i i i, I know a little but i, I want to be able to uh to be fluent in spanish so if i want to go to uh, some latin american country i can converse with people like that i i have little things like that that i want to conquer but but not you know i never really thought about owning a business um, mm. so but but in my mind I have a lot of time to think now you know it's like there's a lot of hours to think so like you get a million ideas and like I know yeah. one will land somewhere along the line well you know what you always used to joke when you were on the radio about how you wanted to be a scout so I'm thinking if you learn Spanish if you do decide to do that side Philly I would scouting, love to do that in fact, in fact I've inquired about that I, I've, I've had made a couple inroads but I think that I'd have to be some completely retired gray haired gentleman with a with a comfortable lounge chair to be ready for that you know like like right now i still have a couple things going that i would i probably wouldn't have enough time to dedicate to that well you know that's a, that that would be a great profession for me i'm not i wouldn't be making a lot of money i'm just going around looking at players and i think i could do that really well i think i could recognize especially in baseball who's yeah. got it who who didn't because i realized what i didn't have and i look <laughs> for, for players that have what i didn't have well, that's why I say, like, I think that's why you would when you joked you joked about that on the radio. But I, I'm like, I have a feeling Mikey might do something like that because I feel like that would be something that you are definitely passionate about. Because if there's one thing I do remember when you guys used to go on site um, during Grapefruit League, I remember always the way you would talk about baseball, I feel like is a whole different type of passion uh, than any other sport. Yeah, you know, I, I see you know more I'm a listener because I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I see more in the game. Uh, like like baseball is a lot more complicated than people think. But I think you just uh, steered me into my next career. As soon as I conquer the Spanish thing, I'll move to the Dominican. I'll, yeah. I'll open a little coffee shop. That'll be my front. And yeah. then I, I'll just, I'll, I'll tour the Dominican Republic looking for an ex Acuna. That, I've always wanted to do that. I want to find an ex Acuna for the There Philly. you go. So, there it is. Perfect. You might be on, you might be on a landmine because at this point, everybody is looking at this Yamamoto and, and the other guy that went to the other teams, which I knew we weren't, the Phillies weren't. Yeah, I can't that. learn Japanese. That, that'd be too I, much for me. That, that, you know. I'll talk to Spanish. I'll do Dominican. I'm about to say Japanese. Thing. That's enough. Yeah, it's like me learning brushing up on my Spanish with Duolingo. But um, I mean my French. I'm 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 more of a French person. But um, I thank you so much. First of all, for making the time. And I wanted to know if you want to plug anything outside of obviously the Mike Nicinelli podcast on all platforms you can listen to now. Him and Darren go back and forth. It's hilarious. And thank you for doing the Bruce impression for the holidays because I was cracking. Uh, working yeah, I was from a little home. out of practice, <laughs> but thank you. You know, I loved it. The thing I miss mostly is the communication between people I would communicate with every day. So the only way I can do that now is through email. So yes. I'm glad you reached out email. So it's Mike at MikeMiss.com. And I'd love to stay in touch with people and, uh, and, and converse just in general. That's what I miss. And if you're still, and if you're still doing the winery, please plug the winery. Cause I know. I need yes. To get the winery the is called Natalie Vineyards Natalia. in Cape May Courthouse, New Jersey. And, uh, you know, as we head into the spring, we just got uh, a distribution in, in some major liquor stores. So mm -hmm. all that's going well. Uh, but Good. I will be down there a lot in the spring. And if you stop over during the weekend, if you're headed down to shore or want to make a, a, a weekend trip, maybe we can have a glass of wine together. 
I'm good with it. I know most of the time I've been trying to get my sister since she and her husband from uh, who used to be a army staff sergeant retired. I'm trying to get them to go to the shore with me downtown because we don't go to the shore naturally. But yeah, I kind of do miss it because my friend who well, was you let aunt, me know when you're making a weekend trip, I'll sure to be there. You know, I will tag you on Twitter. Hopefully you'll see it in time before you answer. <laughs> but anyway, the incomparable Mike Missinelli, thank you so much. I definitely enjoy listening to the show. Um, shout out to Darren too, because y'all be cracking me up going back and forth on the podcast. So thank you, AJ. I appreciate out. it. Good to touch base with you. Yes, Same happy touch. new year. Happy new you year. Too. Thank you. Take All care. Right, bye bye. Bye bye.